Hello, 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 folks. How are you doing? Welcome back to Heine House Live, episode 34. Um, this episode is going to be a little different. You see, this week was fantastic for me. Oh, see, even Bob, he's going crazy. He's excited. He's having a good time. Um, this week was fantastic. Uh, it's the 25th of November, 2019 right now. I released my EP called Couple Skate. Uh, unless you've been living under a rock, uh, you don't know about it. I've been mentioning it left and right on across all of my networks. And, um, yeah, it's been awesome. I released all of the videos today for the, all the songs in the YouTube playlist so you can watch and listen. Some music videos were released today. Um, and I decided to do a release party on Twitch. So I did that, and it was fantastic. We had a bunch of people hanging out. Great Q&A. Answered questions. I did a, a giveaway. I gave away all of my physical CDs, a big Heine House uh, CD collection, physical CD collection. Uh, and I gave away the limited edition USB drive as well, a bunch of cool stuff for everyone. Just did a giveaway. And so, uh, man, I've been running a mile a minute. It's been fantastic. And so what I wanted to do was here I am now. It's like 11 p.m. And I haven't even started my notes for this week. And notes take me about three hours. So here's what I'm doing. Here's what I'm going to do. You guys are going to have to just bear with me here. I'm going to release this live stream, audio only. I'm going to convert it to audio, and I'm going to upload it as the podcast episode for this week. Uh, I think it's actually going to be good because this is a, a milestone a milestone day for me as I'm releasing an EP. It's very exciting. I'm really proud of the music. I think it's fantastic, and I worked really hard at it. So I have no problem and no shame doing this. It's going to be a non-traditional episode. I've done these in the past. Remember, we did a few live streams, and we did kind of a Q&A type thing. And that's what this episode turned into be. After the uh, after the uh, the documentary, I played a 25-minute documentary for the live stream. And after that, we went into a Q&A, and it was really cool, man. I was just talking with the community, and they asked great questions. We talk about vinyl. We talk about music. We talk about streaming. We talk about some copyright stuff. Uh, we, I talked a lot about some of my history. I told some stories some Northwest stories. It was actually a great a great section, and everyone that came out, I'm very thankful for. So, um, as such, I'm putting this at the front of the uh, the bumper here, just to let you guys know that this is going to be about my uh, EP, my music that I just released, and it's going to start. I'm going to do a little intro. I talk for about 10 minutes, do the intro. I then I show a 25-minute documentary which will be uploaded to YouTube as well, so you can watch that. And then from there, we go into a Q&A for about, uh, about 45 minutes. And it rounds out to be about two hours of a show, so it's kind of a full package. Uh, if you decide to skip this, I'll be very sad. I'll cry myself to sleep. My tears of sadness will fill my pillow, and then I will drown in my pillow. You don't want that. You don't want that. So please listen. <laughs> so please listen to the episode. No. Hey, happy Thanksgiving to everyone. And I hope you have an amazing week, an amazing day, an amazing night. I love you so much. We're going to roll with the episode now. Take care.
<laughs> My goodness, who was on the drum set? Who is that guy? <laughs> What's up, ladies and gentlemen? How are you doing? I'm so, so happy to be here. It's so good to see all of you on this fine and lovely Monday. It's the 25th of November. It's an exciting day. Uh, you all know why you're here. You all know what's going on. Releasing that EP. It's super exciting. Um, <clears throat> a couple things I want to say just before we jump into uh, the documentary. Um, this time around, um, so I talk I talk a lot about it in the documentary, but uh, this is my first studio release since 2012's Nothing's Forever. Uh, and even though this is a short and sweet five-song EP, I think it's very impactful. I think it has a good message, a good feel, a good vibe. Everything about it um, feels right. Um, so... Uh, with that being said, um, I'm very happy that you all are here. We're going to uh, check out the documentary. Uh, if you have any Q&A after, or just kind of like this hangout, I can chat with you for a little bit. I can talk a little bit more about it if you'd like. Um, and if if not, then uh, you know I'm going to get right into it. Um, but uh, I want to, first of all, I just want to say a big thank you, um, first and foremost, to Stephanie, because... A lot of this album is is really written from the heart, uh, directly from um, what I'm feeling. Um, and I talk I talk about it on the, on the documentary a little bit. I'm very much a a um, I write from emotion. So and that's why it takes me a long time to make music is that I don't just like spit stuff out. I I definitely write when I'm inspired to do so. So it takes some time, but um, you know in in February, when I had my medical issue happen and I, I fainted and passed out and went to the hospital and this is huge ordeal, my life kind of like changed. It was kind of like, you know how people say like you get like a wake up call, you know, like it wasn't like a near death experience or anything, but it kind of felt like it to me in a way. I had never been through something like that and maybe it was just a simple faint, you know, maybe it was, but I'd never done that before. So like it was, it scared all of us and it changed a lot, you know, um, your life changes, um, your outlook changes. Something happened to me at, at that time. I slowed down. I started wearing sweatpants a lot more. I, I don't know what happened. I started wearing sweatpants all the time. It's all I wear now, sweatpants. <laughs> uh, no, but but uh, but but on a serious note, um, I did. I, I I slowed down. I started to think about lots of things. Life, um, you know, love. A lot of, you know everything that goes along with that and it was just a really great time and a moment of reflection for me so as such i started writing music and a lot of events happened after that for me that i'm not going to go into right here but you know a lot of shit happened um, a lot of drama happened continued to happen then a lot of positive you know positivity came out of it so there's a lot of stuff that happened and again writing music it's it's the best form of expression and i'm so thankful that i'm able to take these emotions and things that we all deal with on a day-to-day -day basis and then turn it around and write something and then share it with the world that means a lot it means everything to me to be honest so um so thank you steph for showing me love showing um that you believe in me and allowing me to um, being my support system there to keep grinding and keep fighting and keep doing 
uh, entertainment, something that I'm passionate about. Um, and then, of course, Mr. Chaunch himself, the man, he's in chat, Mr. John Hake. I wish I had my soundboard. Round of applause. There it goes. I'm, press, I'm pressing it. Nothing's happening, but uh, we're, we're giving you a round of applause. Mr. John came through, of course. Uh, I love working with him. We are great collaborators. Um, Beyond the Arcade project and even um, other music that we've done together and my own personal stuff like this came through and just completely just tore up these songs. Great collaborator. I just played him some stuff. He came up with hooks, came up with bass lines, had ideas and concepts. So, yeah, you know, I, I just love working with... I love working with great musicians, and um, John is definitely a, a cut above. I wouldn't even call him great. He's an absolute phenomenon. So I appreciate you, John. Thank you so much for everything you brought to the table for this project. Um, again, man, round of applause to you. It's fantastic came out great silky smooth hooks fantastic juicy funky bass lines everything that i love everything that you love and it really was a great great collaboration we'll continue to work together in the future of course um i don't really have anything else uh, i wanted to uh do it just a quick introduction and let you guys know just get that off my chest let you know that i'm thankful for you that i love you all and um i'm gonna do a giveaway i'm gonna say that at the beginning of the show to let everyone know because uh, the documentary is 25 minutes. I didn't do an hour hour long one this time. Um, how you enter is all you have to do is hit exclamation giveaway in chat and it will, it will pull up the page or you can scroll down on the Twitch page and click the couple skate picture. I have it down there in a uh, chat box. Click that, it'll take you to the page. You can enter. Uh, I'm giving away, what I'm giving away, first of all, I guess I should tell you, I'm giving away my entire physical music discography. Um, so that includes Personal Invitation, 2004, R&B, 2007, Higher Standards, 2006. It includes the Mixtape 1 Twitch exclusive that we did. That includes Horizon Shift, 2014. And that includes Couple Skate, Physical Limited Run, um, CD when that gets into my hands. That's going to be in my hands mid-December, and when that shows up, then I will ship the package. This is open to anyone and everyone worldwide. I don't care how much it costs. I'm going to pay the shipping, even if it is worldwide. It doesn't matter. We're going to do it. I want it available to everyone. Um, I will say, if you, you have, here are the rules. One, you have to be a follower. And two, if you are a subscriber... Let's just say the odds of you winning are very, very good. Because <laughs> that's how it works, you know? So your odds are better. Your odds are doubled um, if you're a subscriber. So keep that in mind. Um, all you have to do, there you go, E-Dub, put it in the chat, exclamation giveaway, it'll pull up the page. Now, you guys remember sauce packets? We used to do that in the live drum stream. I never turned them off. How many do you guys have? Like 10,000 sauce packet points? <laughs> so you have to be in chat here for 10 minutes. That's it. And you get 10 sauce packets. And that is how much one ticket costs. You can only buy one. So just put your ticket in. Buy a ticket, put it in the hat. And at the end of the show, I'll come back here and I will draw. And we will see who wins. Okay? Sound like a plan, everyone? I hope you guys have a fantastic night. I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to start the documentary and uh, I got a little T-Bell to, to, to treat myself. I got a little Baja Blast, a little ba Baja Beast. So I'm going to be sipping on some of that, you know. And, uh, yeah, we'll be good. It's okay, Brand uh, 
Brian, if you don't have any sauce packets, all you have to do is be here in 10 minutes and it should it should queue it up. Cuz I never turned it off, so unless it doesn't occur, I I don't know, does it? Yeah, look, tons, tons of sauce packets. So, all right. Folks, thank you. Um again, the EP called Couplesgate, it's available right now. It just came out. Best place to go look to find it is on my website, heinyhouse.com. If not there, whatever service you listen to music on, streaming and or download, it's available there. It's in like 60 or so different retailers as we speak. Just went live today. So thank you so much. Listen to it. Enjoy. Much love. And let's go ahead and get on with the documentary. See you after the show. amazing parts about being an artist is that we're able to express ourselves a little differently than most people you know we all go through the exact same situations in life we deal with the exact same highs and lows stresses the beauty of it is that you know for me specifically i can sit here and take those emotions take those feelings and turn it into a song and then share it with the world and for me that's really just one of the greatest feelings that i've ever had to be honest to have even just one person come up to me and say hey you know i listened to the song and it really changed my life or even not even that just hey i i really vibe with this song i i like it i like this aspect of it and to hear that just makes me feel so good on the tail end tail end of mixing the song this is this is a long time in the making so the brief story behind this one swinging on love i literally wrote this song uh, at the end of 2004 just after i released personal invitation and i loved it so much and i just couldn't figure out what i wanted to do with it so i just held on to it for all these years uh, you know listen to it every once in a while just kept it and kind of on the back burner and then um, John came over one day and I was like, hey man, I got this song, I want you to hear it. And I let him hear it. And he instantly came up with the hook and he started singing it here on the spot. Actually, there, I think there's some video Steph took uh, on her phone. I'll, I'll, put, I'll put some of the footage in. Uh, 
where it is, right? Yeah, right on. Right on two. Bits swinging on love. That's what I gotta do. Yeah. Bits swinging on love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what the I need to do. The rest of this was fine, I thought. Bits swinging on love. That's what I need to do. Okay, so go ahead and punch me. I'm just gonna right punch there. you. Yeah, yeah. Bits swinging on love. Ah! God damn it! I'm sorry. Quick punch was off. I was looping shit. <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna okay. kill you today. I'm okay. gonna kill you. No okay. way. All right, here we go. Been swinging on love. Ah, I didn't get it. What? Really? I don't think I did. Been swinging on love. That's why it's gotta drop down at the end. Been swinging on love. Yes, yes, that's exactly, exactly. Okay. Been swinging on love. Yeah. That one was better, right? Yeah, let's listen to that. Okay. I feel like that first song could be better. Bad swinging on love. I just gotta slow it. I just got to slow it down and smooth it out. Dude, let me just record you without the music. Okay. You're fucking nailing it every time without the music. <laughs> Alright, yeah, go ahead. Bad swinging on love. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That might be the trick. Dude. There's something throwing me off. Don't tell anybody. Yeah. <laughs> Been swinging on love. There it was. Oh, there it was. There it is. Got the vibrato at the yeah, end. Yeah, you did. You hit it. Let's hear that. And we just started to work on the chorus, and the chorus came together, and it started to really happen. And I was really excited about it. And then, the big thing happened was when I got the Roland D50. That is what changed everything on the song. Because the song is the song is this originally. Right? And then once I got the D50, man, everything just really came together. I added a cool uh, harp. I used the, the digital native patch. On, that's one of the most iconic sounds on the D50. Uh, mark tree and some bells. It just, man, the whole thing really, really came together. And it just really, really came together after that. Added some soundtrack. Honestly, just some extremely beautiful parts. And I, I really just think it complemented what I originally had. So it's really a hybrid. So it's really a hybrid between what I wrote in 2004 and then what I have now. Yeah, it just really came together. John laid down the uh, the hook, and that was just really took the song really to the next level. It's actually a uh, a mix. It's John and I both.
wanted to try to do this kind of uh, almost like a spoken word, not necessarily rapping, but sort of like Andre 3000 kind of style of just talking it out, sort of going in rhythm, going out of rhythm, kind of bouncing back and forth, going around. Of course, the cadence and the, the timbre of, the, of, of how I'm saying it, because I'm swinging on love, right? I'm overcoming. We're, we, we're, we're happy that we're, we're, we've overcome all this bullshit, and we're now happy. We're swinging on love. We're feeling the love. So I don't want to sound sad, but I'm, I also want to emphasize and, and let everyone hear, like, it's because of all this stuff you know, that got me to the point to where now I'm swinging on love. So it's kind of, it's tough. I've done like five or six different vocal takes, all in different cadences to try to figure out the best way to come about of saying it. So I've just been working on it. And here I am, I was bouncing it out, I was totally done with it. But now I'm hearing certain lines that don't make sense because I changed some of the words, so I'm going back, kind of redoing some things. Check, 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 check. Yeah, the day-to-day struggle in life's making me want to not put up much of a fight. Yeah, like when the punch is going to let up, mornings at 5 a.m., I still struggle to get up. Yeah, see, I like that much better already. We're getting somewhere. Yeah, like when the punch is gonna let up, mornings at 5 a.m., I still struggle to get up. Who really wants that rough cut, cussing and fighting? Are we Mortal Kombat or street fighting? Memories print on 11 by 7 on paper thin, Dunder Mifflin. I think um, the biggest problem I have is that I don't like some of the rhythms that I did in here, so I'm just, whatever, just redo some of it. Hitchhiking through the night, blind with a backpack full of lemons and clems, limelight. Hitchhiking through the night. Blind with a backpack full of lemons and clems, limelight. There you go. I like the rhythm on that one much better. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the song was a lot longer. It didn't have this breakdown and have all this extra stuff in the end. And didn't have all the string parts in the end. Obviously didn't have all the harmonies. Added a whole bunch of harmonies at the end. Some doublers. Four-person, four-part harmony at the end on what we're saying here. Super huge. Just totally awesome. Just really came together. Yeah. 
The day-to-day struggle in life Making me wanna not put up much of a fight Yeah, like when the punch is gonna let up Mornings at 5am, I still struggle to get up Skate is, uh, has been a long time in the making. Uh, my last studio release was in 2012 with Nothing's Forever. Right or wrong, I'm kind of a perfectionist, which gets in the way of a lot of things. It definitely hinders the release schedule, but the reason really that it takes me so long to release music like this is because I just want it to be right in my mind. I want to be at peace with the music. And it takes me a long time to write music because I'm I'm very emotional driven. I'm very influenced by feelings, you know, how I feel, the emotions that I'm dealing with. When I'm having a rough day or I'm frustrated or I'm depressed, I'll jump in and I'll write some music to, to get that out, to express those feelings and emotions. And when I'm feeling good, when I'm feeling happy, when I'm feeling the love, I'll jump in and do the same thing. I don't ever force music. And so that's why it takes me a long time to put together not just songs, but a whole album in general. I'm constantly writing music. I never stop writing music, even though I may not be releasing stuff, maybe a year or two. I never stop composing. I literally have a hard drive or hard drives just full of songs, literally hundreds of songs that will probably never see the light of day. Maybe they will in the future, but for me, it's it's like going through a mood or going through an emotion, you know, when you feel something and I write a song and that's just that moment in time. It's really, really quite beautiful to be honest, very much like a picture photograph, you know, or a scent that you can smell and it takes you to that spot. Same thing with, with music and audio will always take you to that spot. And that was just, you know, a moment in time that you, that you had that you can remember and reminisce about.
against the club. I walk that's, in, that's people are like, oh shit, Jay's here, and I just walk in. First thing I do, they come over like, Mr. Heine, would you like some drinks? I'm like... That's how you get all the ladies. And they're like, oh, he's doing his dance. <laughs> and then I just start doing the hit. So when I was getting closer to thinking about doing some sort of album or EP, I was looking at this big, massive body of work that I had composed over the last two to three years, really. And I found that I was either writing songs that were very aggressive, sharper edged, more angry, more frustrated, uh, more songs uh, about anger and depression, or it was the complete polar opposite. I was writing songs like what you have here on Couple Skate. I was bouncing back and forth almost like you know someone who's bipolar here i one day i'm at my lowest of low and then the next day i i've overcome that and i'm like you know swinging on love or you know feels right was was a song that came together very very quickly and all the verses came together all the instrumentation came together so fast so quick it just flowed out of me i was feeling good you could tell in the song you could hear it you can feel it and it's just such a complete package and pretty much every other time I've released an album, I've created a whole package where you kind of get the roller coaster effect and every album is a story, you know, from start to end. You, you ride up the roller coaster, the ramp, and then you go down and back up and twist and turn. And it tells a story throughout where when you end the album, you know, there's a recap on the end as well. So I usually like to do that. I like to give people a journey. I don't like to just have it be one or two good songs. I want to try to have a, a complete package. But when I was looking at the body of work that I had composed over the last three years, I realized that the songs are so different. There's a, a, a huge contrast on 
the the tone, the feel, the emotion, everything about them was completely opposite. And I tried to put them together and listen to it as a complete album, about 10 to 12 songs. And it just didn't work, I felt. And I, I really couldn't get that to, to work right. So the decision was made to cut the album up in half and uh, do just an EP. And I'm really happy with this decision. I talked a lot about it with, with John, who came over and did bass and vocals throughout the album. And we decided that doing it in a small EP style would be much better. And also, I think it's smart because I feel, for, for whatever reason, people's attention spans are getting shorter and shorter. And doing something maybe smaller like this would be a little bit easier to digest and take in. Even though, personally, I'm totally fine with doing a a full-length 10 or 12 song album. I'll do more in the future, I'm sure, but uh, at this stage, I think this is just a really good time to introduce an EP. I've never done an EP before, so this is really exciting for me. What I really wanted to express was the journey, the celebration of love, celebration of happiness, you know, the achievement of becoming and overcoming. And I think that's really important with this as it's a throwback. There's lots of elements to music that I grew up listening to that I'm very passionate about. New Jack Swing, R&B, funk, pop, hip hop, it's all in there. And I feel that it is such a, a great representation of styles of music that heavily influenced me, that I love, that I can inject into this new EP. And I, I really am just extremely proud of it. And I, I hope everyone can listen to it and take it in their own way and reflect and be inspired by it and relate to it in their own way because everyone's going to hear this it's going to hit you differently and that again is the beauty of music is that you all take it in differently you'll create your own memories you'll have your own thoughts and visions with this and i hope that this will continue to last forever way, way long after i'm gone that's for sure 
And I just think that's a really beautiful thing. in the 90s courtesy of your boy Jay Heine with a one take hake on a sexy hook you can't learn this in a book back then we'd shake hips to big hits with a 12 sec anti-skip disc mid on my hip so tight in my hill figure and not a cut lace your skates hit the rink I'll follow ya I know that Yes, yes, yes. There you have it, folks. <clears throat> How about that? I thought doing a little just short and sweet, you know, 25-minute there. You know, it's easy to uh, digest. Not an hour long. You know, we're chilling. Told the story. You guys get the idea. I think the mu the album and the music speaks for itself. Hey, thank you for the cheers, Sawin. Appreciate that. So, Yeah. A lot of great stuff, a lot of great music, just a great overall project, and, you know, this is really important. These are important times for artists, you know, so I uh, just feel very good about it. But, um, again, um, I want to give a shout-out, and I want to thank um, everyone who's been there supporting and encouraging. Thanks to all the patrons, of course. Uh, you're all here in the chat. Thank you so much for um, coming through every single day every single month and showing support to me and allowing me to continue my quest to uh to do entertainment um i would love to do nothing but entertainment so that's the goal and you know hopefully at some point we can get to that uh that point so thank you andrew said he picked it up on itunes absolutely itunes it's in high quality in itunes as well um just to let everyone know i guess everyone's curious uh, the most highest quality you can get is from me directly, and that's through Patreon. So if you want it through Patreon, uh, that's where you're going to get full quality uh, WAV files um, in digital form. Of course, um, Patreon is also where you're going to get a physical CD as well, and the Gameloft tier. So that's where you can get the CD. Uh, Mid-December is when they're going to be arriving here at the house. So we'll be shipping them out to all Gameloft tier patrons as soon as we get those um, and then the rest um, it's on title title has very high quality audio as well um, and Bandcamp is uh, another place where you can get very high quality uh, digital files because that is important most people might not care 
I care. <laughs> you know, it's this is something that <laughs> it's something that pains a lot of audio engineers is that you know we spend so much time and and me specifically anyone who anyone who's worked with me or has been around me close closely knows how much time I spend and invest on mixing and making sure that instrumentation's correct and that everything lives in in the right place and in the end of the day for the most part you know we're just mixing this music just to go down to a, a pair of $5 shitty earbuds right um but that also poses a challenge and I have those same pair of shitty $5 earbuds that I listen to and mix on, so I try to make sure that my music sounds good on, or any music that I touch sounds good on all devices. So if you got yourself a nice home theater setup or big speakers with a subwoofer, and, you know, you got a nice setup in the car, this shit going bang. There's no doubt about it. But it also will sound very good on the, uh, the little tiny earbuds as well. Um, the CD, yes, okay, good good question, Andrew, about the CD. Uh, the CD absolutely will be available um, through Bandcamp. It will also be available directly through my website, um, HeineHouse.com, and also CD Baby requests that I send them like five or so copies. They always like to have a, like five or six on hand of when I do them. So they're going to have about five or six um, as well. So there are a few places you can get it. But again, they're very limited. I'm only making 100 of them. And when they're gone, they're gone. I'm not going to reorder them. So if you want to guarantee your copy, the best place to do it is um, Patreon and the Gameloft tier, straight up. Gameloft tier is 20 bucks a month. And let me just, let me just break it down in case you're, you're thinking that this is just some sort of sales pitch. And, you know, I've been yelled at by other patrons that are supporting me saying you're underselling your music and underselling yourself. And, yes, I know, and I am. But I'm trying to continue to get out there. I'm continue, I want to share my music. And there's no easy way for me to just be like, you know, I have almost 20 years of body of music, right? So I'm trying to get that out to everyone and not everyone even know. Like some people don't even know about half the music that I produce. So by joining the Game Loft tier on Patreon, it's twenty bucks a month. When you do so, you get all of my music for free. Let that sink in for a second. All of it. All the stuff that's on Bandcamp. All the stuff that's on iTunes. All the stuff that's streaming. All the stuff that you can't even. All the stuff you can't even buy like remixes and stuff that like my drum covers or a video game like copyrights i'm not selling it i'm giving that away but it's all together so it's pretty fantastic um on top of that you get all of my original content my hip-hop stuff my rock music and my bands rex soul you get my synth pop stuff with john beyond the arcade and so on and so on and so on it's just a really great deal i think 20 bucks is is basically a no-brainer so i'm trying to encourage people because that helps me out too like this is music i've done and I want to get in there, and uh, you know that's a good way for me to continue to um, uh, to create. I want to make sure I get all the questions in here too. Um, <clears throat> any particular artist that influenced this album? This album is definitely a throwback to my early '90s days when I was heavily into. Um, New Jack Swing. That's probably probably New Jack Swing would be the number one influence for this. Um, even though Swinging on Love I wrote a long time ago, that's also influenced from that same type of genre. Um, so like Teddy Riley, you know, Bell Biv DeVoe, artists like that. Uh, thank you for the follow there, Smitty. Uh, appreciate that. 
Um, so, yeah, I would, I would say definitely New Jack Swing. I, I, w- I remember where I was back in the day when I when I first heard, like, Rex and Effect, Rump Shaker, and, you know, um, Tony, 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 uh, Black Street, huge, you know, and um, just so many, so many great artists. Troop, um, my gosh, so many great, great artists. Hey, yo, yo, what up? Thanks for the follow. Appreciate that. Thanks for being here. Um, what else? Um, High Five. I mean, go listen to High Five Kissing Game. That's such a great tune. You know, uh, I just, I love making the drum slam real hard, uh, but then also cushioning them by, you know, great instrumentation and just really funky and, and juicy instruments all around. Um, so, yeah, I, Andrew, that's a great question. I appreciate that. I would definitely say um, New Jack Swing. And and you know what? I'm going to be honest. You know, when I when I write original music, stuff like that is always in my mind. Like, I'm always thinking about... You know, I'm influenced by that stuff, right? So I'm influenced by all this stuff. I'm influenced by, by pop, hip-hop, rock, rap, funk, disco, EDM. I'm influenced by all these things. So there's always there. It just kind of depends on, like, my mood, how I'm feeling, and what just comes out at the time. You know, you never really know what's going to what's gonna turn into something amazing or something garbage. And what I... Th- what I, every artist is this way. Like I think some of the stuff I do is completely garbage, and I have them just on hard drives and, and CD rewrites, believe it or not, because, uh, yeah, anyway, that's another story for another time. But, you know, you, you get influenced by all, all those sort of things and then kind of just take it in, in the studio and have fun with it. So, yeah, great, great question there too, Andrew. Thank you. want to make sure I get all the questions too, and I appreciate that. Um, yeah, folks, exclamation giveaway in the chat. If you haven't entered yet, that is uh, how you enter. You just have to be in the chat for 10 minutes. You get 10 sauce packets, and then you can uh, buy a ticket. And we're going to be doing a, uh, a giveaway. So, yeah, keep the questions coming. If you have more in the chat, if you have any questions about um, the EP, um, questions about streaming it, getting it, if you have any questions about any of that, if you like the songs, what do you like about them, just let me know. And uh, what up, Quick Freeze? Good to see you. Thank you, Smitty. Appreciate that. Yeah, Mr. Smith, I appreciate you, man. Good to see you. Thanks again for your positivity and your support. You're always on Twitter liking my stuff. I see that. I notice it. I appreciate that. You're a good man. It was excellent to sit and do the podcast with you, too. Um, I might I might as well show off what a little bit of what you guys are going to be getting. How about that? You want to see that? Oh, maybe, maybe this, maybe, maybe this. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, maybe, well, maybe this, maybe. Oh, I don't know. I'm just kidding. I don't want to get everyone triggered. Is it this? Maybe. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, I got all the, I got all the classic racing games just hanging out here. Um. Yeah. Okay. So let's start from uh, the top here. So you're gonna get uh, personal invitation. 2004, strapping young lad, looking uh, looking sexy as can be. This is my very first full-length album. I did this in, from about 2001 to, I released it in 2004, August of 2004. Uh, this is hip-hop stuff right here, um, but, uh, you know, very cool album right here. Yeah, the glare, is, the glare is out of control, and I apologize for that. Got the old Heine House logo. Heine House, man, we've been here a long time. 
Been here a long time. So, uh, yeah, so you're going to get that right there. Physical copy in a jewel case, shrink-wrapped. A few years later, dropped another one. Higher standards right here. 2006. Another fine strapping young lad back there, looking good. Got to remember, guys, uh, you know, I was... I was a young man. It's like 21. I was like 20. I was 21 when I released this one. And yeah, 23 when I released this one. So, you know, young man doing big things. Here's the thing. I remember, I mean, this is a big deal. You know, no one else in my circle at the time, all my musician friends, no one was dropping albums like this. They were putting them on CDRs, burning them, throwing them around for friends. I was going all out. I think I spent about $5,000 to get this whole thing done, start to finish, and I did all the production. So think about that. That was back in the day. Always a funny story about this particular uh, album is I remember when I was getting it uh, duplicated, I went to Disc Makers, and at the time, they didn't have like an online web thing to do it, so I drove to Seattle to actually have a meeting, one-on-one -on -one meeting with them. Hey, thanks for the follow. Joser577, what up? Thanks for the follow. Um, so I drove up and actually had a meeting with them. I sat down and uh, I talked about my ideas and concepts. I, I actually took physical photos that I had at my photo shoot. They weren't even digital. They were all photo. I scanned them in. Took them up. Went out for the photo shoot at sunset right there in Clackamas on an overpass. There's a lot of cool stuff, man. A lot of history. And, uh, yeah, it was really cool. Really cool stuff. It's funny, you know, how much has changed in the world today, but it's, uh, it's very, very cool to see where we come from. Uh, Yo-Yo asks, what's your favorite album that you've put out? That's <sighs> like asking, like, what your favorite child is, right? <laughs> and I bet you some parents can answer that. <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm just messing with you. Um, uh, well, Man, you know, that's tough. That's tough. I've done a lot of albums. Um, if you if you go, actually, if you go look at my Bandcamp page, you're going to see, no, just go to my website. It's all there, too, under my music. You're going to see all these albums that I've done. What's my favorite? I don't know. It's tough because they're all, that's also the thing about me, is that I never tie myself down to just one genre. I jump around all over the place. I mean, this, this, and this are two completely different albums. And I'm sorry, the light is really bright and the glare sucks. And I apologize for that. We have two, you know, totally different albums here. This is a video game soundtrack, Horizon Shift. This video game is on Steam um, and consoles. Uh, this is, you know, like house, kind of EDM, arcade type stuff. And then this is my hip hop, one of my hip hop albums. Uh, R&B, it's called. Stands for Relationships and breakups R&B get it clever clever boy but yeah and it's all about that it's all about the rise and fall of those things because um, why not we all go through that stuff and I and I love kind of spreading my wings and experimenting with different genres and challenging myself I think as a musician you have to challenge yourself and uh, I love to do that absolutely love it and if I get the opportunity to work with anybody um, I will do it I will absolutely do it I love to do that um, binary says used to be a disc makers right next to his work. Um, 
Yeah, dude, it, it actually may have been that may have been the one I drove to. Um, I think it was in Tacoma. It may have been. It may have been. I remember doing a road trip up there. Tried to figure that out. Mm. Is there a genre of music you haven't dabbled in that you would like to try in the future? Uh, I could have. I could have answered that really easily at the beginning of uh, the beginning of this year. Wait, when did I do HQLP? That was last year, wasn't it? Yeah, last year. Yeah, there was um, vaporwave. Oh, Tuckwilla, yeah, dude, that's exactly where it was. That's so funny. That's so funny, dude. So, so Brian, in two thousand and three, I drove up there. Dude, we used to we used to go up to Tuckwilla. We stayed at the Embassy Suites in Tuckwilla as when I was a little kid, dude. So get this. This is coming full circle. So get this. When I was a little kid, we would drive up like on weekends. We'd go to Tuckwilla just for the hell of it. My parents would be like, "You guys want to go on a little adventure?" We'd be like, "Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah." We'd pull the Game Boy. I'd get my my uh, my uh, cassette player, my my uh, Walkman, Discman, as we went into the '90s, and we would drive up to Tuckwilla. We stayed at the Embassy Suites. That Embassy Suites is still there, I'm sure, and I love it. Um, and uh, yeah, dude. But all like the music that I'm making here on this EP is you know inspired by like when i would sit in the car and we'd go on that two-hour road trip up there it's like well i would listen to this stuff and like i would i would just look outside and see you know the trees and take it all in like it's just cool man like it's coming full circle really really cool anyway i don't want to get too far off topic uh but percy um yeah like vaporwave mall soft chill hop all type stuff like mall soft it's like where they they take like elevator music or like music that you'd hear like instrumental, like remade instrumental smooth jazz songs and like, you know, twist them and screw them over and make them all crazy. Uh, and I, I, I did, I experimented with that. I thought, oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. And I, I created HQLP, which stands for high quality long play. Those are terms in the audio world that you'd see on like cassette tapes and stuff. And it's funny because it's a contrast, right? It's contrasting because... Even though the the music that I, I made out of it is high quality, it is. It's high quality. It sounds sonically, it sounds very good. But the reality is, is that they're taken from like um, elevator music. Like it's super like shitty music. So the high quality long play, high quality, it's not high quality. In long play, the songs are very short. So you see like, that's kind of like the meme. Like it's sort of like a meme that I tried to do and have fun with it. <laughs> So, yeah, totally cool. But, yeah, Percy, I, I definitely want to do more of that. Um, Steph's been yelling at me to do more HQLP. She loves it, and I love it, too, and everyone seems to really like it. In fact, I just got a – did you hear that ding just come through? Two, I got another ding come through. Someone just uh, purchased uh, HQLP on Bandcamp right there. They they, they picked up that, uh, that record, which is really good. Uh, absolutely. I think if you haven't ex- experimented with that yet, you should go check it out. Um. Uh, let's see. E-Dub, is HQLP on Spotify? I love that stuff. Thank you, Aaron. Appreciate that. No, it is not on Spotify. Um, I don't have it on Spotify. And you'll notice I don't charge any money for that um, because th- that music is... I don't know who owns copyrights to all that stuff. I just like to take it and challenge myself and play with it and remix it and screw it over and have fun with it. And then I build on that. I add bass and drums and whatever instrumentation I want. And I just put it on my site. Just... It's free. Tip me if you want. It's not required. So um, that is only available on my website and on my Bandcamp page, Aaron. 
Um, let's see. Tyler, what's up? Good to see you, Tyler. Welcome back. Always a pleasure. Um, yeah, absolutely. That hype. <laughs> I wish we could do like a, uh, like a, how Twitch does it when they're all like, say hype, and everyone yells out hype. I, I can't really hear you guys. I mean, I can see it in chat. <laughs> Um, quick freeze. Uh, we're in a digital age, but vinyl are coming back. Yeah, and they have for many years. In fact, uh, this this isn't the first year in a row for it to happen. But vinyl has outsold CDs, and that's not saying much because most places got rid of CDs anyway. So, in a way, that's kind of like unfair to say because you can't really buy CDs anymore. Like, go to go to Best Buy and go to Walmart. And, like, go look. There's there's not a whole lot there, and all the CD stores, music shops are closing up, unfortunately. Um, yeah, everyone in chat, hype. Thank you. Um, but, you know, I, I love vinyl. I love CDs. Uh, they're two totally different mediums, right? Um, you know, vinyl, although they, I think they sound better sonically, depending on the, the thickness, the gram of the vinyl, depending on where that song is cut in and etched into the vinyl, that all plays a role. There's a lot of variables with that, depending on the stylus that you have. There's a lot of variables that will... Depends on the, the sonic equipment, the, um, the amplifier, the turntable. You know, how is it set up? Is it set up properly? There's a whole lot of, uh, you know, variables when it comes to vinyl. Because you can get a very bad turntable and have shitty sounding audio out of it and a cd you just pop into the cd player and it's it's identical every time until it gets scratched of course but uh yeah i mean i got i mean i'm sitting right here i'll just let me pop my cam over i'm sitting right next to all my look all my vinyls right here all my vinyls here i got my turntable right up there i got my mixer under here it's covered so i don't get dust on it but yeah like we're i, I have it all right here so when i'm ready to play music i just pop it on that's Chaunch. He came over. He used to come over all the time, and we would just pop on records. I let him. I let him. Let him tell you if he's still in the chat. I don't know if he is. Let him tell you about. I let him hear hear Phil Collins in the air tonight. I just said, "Have a seat." I sat him down. And I said, "You need to listen to this." And I put on in the air tonight, and I just sat there and I turned it up, and I just said, "Sit here and listen to this." And he was he was blown away, and it sounds so good coming through pure analog gear, analog amplifier, no digital. Dax in there. It's all pure analog all the way through and through. Nothing better. Nothing better. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, cool. Quick Freeze about Frozen 2 soundtrack on CD and vinyl Target. Yeah. And you're going to find a lot of stores like Walmart and Target and other places because it's trendy. They're going to start... Uh, well... The only way they can sell them is if these manufacturers create them, right? So they're trying to bring some of that back because it's kind of trendy and cool. Um, but uh, for for me personally, uh, I will always prefer to have some sort of tangible format for my audio if possible, um, whether it be CD or vinyl or something of that nature. Um, yeah, CD, 16-bit, 44-1. Actually... Uh, how many uh, how many uh, game loft tier patrons we have in here? Because I just did a lesson. One of the things I do uh, again, I'm going to sell it because I do a lot of extra content on Patreon. Something that I do and I've started to do was I did a lesson, an audio lesson, and we talked just like this. We talked about um, audio. We talked about <clears throat> MP3s. We talked about kind of the history of MP3. We talked about 
MP3 formats and bitrate. We talked about bit depth, and we talked about all kinds of great stuff. And I have my little whiteboard over there. My notes are still on it. And we talked about this, and I talked about how crazy of of a what a life that we're living in right now. Because you know, we're a lot of people are damaging audio, and or people are taking MP3 files that are already compressed. They're already you know. Uh, lossy formats and messing them up. So we have to be really careful here because eventually we're going to have, we may not even have our original CD files to get 16-bit 44.1 quality anymore. That's kind of scary. So we got to be careful. Um, just looking back at the chat here. Vaughn got his first turntable this year. Very good. Good on you, sir. Yeah, have fun with that. Um... Yeah, John right there says changes perception of music totally. Absolutely. Um, yeah, Vaughn, it's amazing how good vinyl sounds because it's essentially a lossless format. It's going to be the closest representation to the original master tapes, especially, excuse me, especially if that format, uh, the original master tape was tape. So if, you know, you've got these bands from back in the day that are recording their master tapes and they're recording on analog tape, and when they press it to vinyl, that is, that's pretty much almost a direct transfer. So it's very, very nice to get. That's why it's so important. It's really, really nice sounding. Um, I'm sure it's accumulated over the years, but where did you get all the audio knowledge? You said it in the first sentence, my man. I'm sure it's accumulated over the years. However... I will say this because I've I've also done a lot of other stuff my whole life, and sometimes I don't know a whole lot about something other than audio or that, something specific. That didn't make any sense. What I'm what I'm trying to say is, yes, it does stem from years of doing this, but also it stems from the pure, pure and honest infatuation and fantasy that I have with audio. I have something is wired weird in me to where I just love audio. And it came from music. I love music. I love it so much. I am just completely obsessed with music. So much in fact that I wanted to know why I love music so much. What is causing this? What is causing me what is causing me to do this? And um, I dug deeper and I started to play, got into music, started to see the inner workings, like why is this do this and how does this do this? And I would ask questions and, and really just jump in. And um, I uh, experimented with audio basically from, mm, well, my late teens. So I started, I started playing drums at 14. So then I started getting to DJing. DJing is where it led me into audio engineering. I didn't even know it was audio engineering because I was connecting and running cables and doing mixing and checking out EQs and doing a bunch of stuff. Um, and so I messed with that for about, I would say almost about 10 years on my own, just flying by the seat of my pants, jumping in headfirst into any audio situation, whether that be a gig, drumming, performing. I was playing in bars and clubs, and I DJed one weekend, then I would drum another weekend. So I, I would just put myself in music 100%. While all my other friends were going out 
getting high, getting drunk, doing stupid shit, running around, breaking into cars, you know, screwing around doing this. I was the band geek. I was the band nerd, and I loved it. When all my all my other drummer friends were like, I don't want to go to pet band. I don't want to go drum at the fucking shitty-ass basketball game for these stupid jocks. I raised my hand and said, I'm there. And I went in there by myself, alone, and moved that drum up there and set it up. Like, I'm just, I'm just a total... I'm just a total geek, you know, when it comes to that. But it's... This goes without saying for anything you do. It does not only have to be just audio, but put yourself in a situation where, you know, you find... You have an interest in something, and then you want to continue that. And you, you, want, to, you want to see it to the next level. Like, why does this, why does this do this? Let's figure that out. And uh, you just... I just... It's a steamroll, steam man, man. It's just like a snowball. It just keeps going. And it never ends. And that's what's great about it. It's like the entertainment. It never ends. I'm constantly learning. Every day I'm learning something new. I'm releasing more music, another EP. I'm challenging myself. I'm doing different genres. I'm, I'm infusing different genres with this genre and making something great. It's just awesome, man. Just awesome. So sorry, that was a long-winded question, but... <laughs> You guys are asking amazing questions. I'm like really, really good. I I didn't know I didn't know if you guys were wanted to sit and chat after the uh, the documentary. I'm really thankful that you guys are here hanging out, man. Great questions, great stuff. Um, why do you have Tyler wants to know why we have so many great thrift stores by us? Uh, Arizona, Arizona, and I've traveled all over the West Coast. And uh, Stephanie's from New York, and we traveled back there, and I saw it firsthand as well. They're terrible out there. They're terrible up north. Uh, dude, it's simple answer. This is gonna be the most simple answer that you're gonna get tonight. Why do our, our have great thrift stores here? For some reason, because Arizona. This is a newer place, and they just have tons of them, and they're great. They're like fucking mansions. They're awesome. <laughs> uh, Weldon says, "When are we going to see a Heine live show that we all can come to?" Oh my goodness. Honestly, I wish I was like more wealthy because I truthfully would, I'm not kidding. I would, I would pay to have all of you come out to like gigs and shows and events and even just game nights. Like that sounds weird. I know, but like I would, I'd say, you know what? Let's just have a weekend game night. Let's just go party and have fun. I would definitely do that. Uh, but to answer your question, um, I don't know. Well then I, um, I don't know. There may be some Rexol stuff down the road. We may gig once in a while. That's going to be in Portland, of course. But uh, you never know what might happen. You know. You know personally. Um, that's why I really enjoyed doing drumming here live when I was doing that. Is because uh, it's less uh, it's less drama, right? doing uh not that being in a band is drama but there's always there's always extra a lot of extra work and a lot of clashing that goes on in a band i've been in many many bands and i love bands and i'll probably continue to play in bands and i have a lot of people i'm still friends with that i play that play in bands and you know that sort of thing but i'm kind of like not that i've like been there done that because i'm i'm still fairly young fairly young um i really like the behind the scenes stuff i like production i like writing composing i like engineering and mixing and i like all that and i, I mean I'm a, I'm a performer i can't i can't deny it i do love performing uh, i don't know we bounce back and forth i'm i might be so here's just a little something I, i'll just put this out i'll put this out because 
is something that we've been talking about and thinking about. Don't get excited. There's nothing definite about this. Nothing for sure. I don't even have the I don't even have the right type of gear to to do this. Or what I'm thinking, but I was almost contemplating like, you know how I stopped drumming. I stopped drumming because of Twitch and their copyright. I didn't want to copyright strikes. Well, even tonight, I just put like this. This I probably should be in talk show podcast whatever. Which maybe I should just upload this as the podcast. <laughs> I mean, I haven't done an episode this week. I still need to do it. I don't even know if I'm gonna have time. It's been so busy. Um, but like, I looked at the uh, Twitch um, music performance section, and there's tons of people, even drummers, still playing, still doing music. And Twitch is like, "Don't do that, or you're gonna get you know a copyright strike." And I that's why I shut it down. I don't want to risk it. I, my channel's too important. I, I've built it up. I don't want to lose it over like a ACDC song. Like, come on. But people are still doing it. So I'm like, why don't I just go back and do it then? Why don't I just start drumming again? I love drumming. It's fun. So I don't know. Like, not, I'm not saying I'm going to start drumming again, but I thought maybe, maybe I can think of something to where I can incorporate maybe like, uh, like a sampler and maybe some drum machines and maybe my keyboard and maybe, maybe a laptop and a looper and maybe some drums, like a circle. And I don't, I don't know, like these are like just concepts. These are all simply concepts and ideas of like me just sitting like at a command center basically. And I can just play instruments and do things and make it like improv. Just whatever comes, comes. I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking about it. We'll see. I, I do think that music will return on the channel at some point. It's just a matter of uh, figuring that out. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I was like, book it. Well, in 38 hours. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, Tyler says he'd been in bands. It was all drama. It's tough. It's really hard because even if you have the musicality, even if you have that, you have the chemistry, which is not something that you can teach. Yeah, Tyler says that drum streams were fun. They absolutely were. Uh, Percy, could there be a way to do it with music that wouldn't lead to strikes? I mean, I could play royalty-free music that nobody would know, and that wouldn't be any fun. I don't really, I don't really know what option I have. I honestly don't know what these other drummers are doing. So, yeah, yeah, and binary said that too. I think they just mute the vod. And I, who? Somebody was saying that was it? Was it you? Well, that somebody was saying it earlier that you just delete the vod, just get rid of it completely, because they they mute it anyway. But I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Rocky says I'm not going to get a copyright strike. Worst case, they mute the vod, and that's probably true because I see all these other people still doing it. So you know me, I'm like, hey man, if that's you know, if, I didn't really want to risk it, so. Yeah. 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 Uh, and I'm. Is it. Is it. Joser? Juzer? I'm sorry. I'm probably saying your name wrong, bud. Um, he said, like the rhythm roulette you used to do. Yeah. Absolutely. Something like that. Where I could. I could actually do like a live kind of rhythm roulette. Stu like, it basically, I would call them like studio sessions or something. You know? So I could just like set up the camera and just go in the studio and like, what are we going to do today? You know, what are we going to do for this stream? I'm in the studio. Um, it could even be something cool to where, like, I make something that stream. And, God, this would go against every rule, every freaking rule I have in my body about perfection. But I could even, like, upload it and release it, you know? Like, just push it out. 
I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I would want to tweak it and make sure it's right before it goes. But something, you know, an idea there. Definitely an idea. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Tyler says, I'm in the performance music section. Just started a few weeks ago. I do originals and covers. Are you saying I will get in trouble? Maybe check the go. I mean, I can't, I can't guide you one way or the other. I know that Twitch recently changed their, um, their, what do they, what do they call them? Terms of service. So go read their terms of service in the music category and you'll see that, um, yeah, that covers are, I mean, you really, it says you can't do them. The people are doing them anyway. So, uh, yeah, Brian started the drum streams back in Justin TV. You remember, you remember, you know, what's funny is Stephanie actually found, she went back at one point and found Justin TV links of my Jason Heine, uh, yeah, Jason Heine radio. Do you guys remember that channel? I used to do live DJ sets on Justin TV and she found a couple of them that are still floating around. They never deleted them. I should link them. It's so cool to go watch. I used to do like uh, electro funk and doing a bunch of stuff. It was really, really cool. Yeah, see, Percy, now video game music? Yeah, I mean, I could, I could do absolutely just nothing but video game music. And what's really funny about that is when I started my drum streams, originally when I started them, I thought that I was going to do nothing but video game music music and then all of a sudden it started to trickle in people started trickling like their other other music that they liked and they, they were like holy shit oh jay you can play like you can do a cover of of uh sore girl you know andy comes rolling through giving me some freaking crazy dubstep and i'm like yeah yeah i can play that and so that then it kind of blew up and everyone kind of moved away from video game music but yeah i mean i'm i'm all about it Yeah, I just play Happy Birthday over and over again. Yeah, have a great show. <laughs> uh, maybe you could do, uh, Andrew says, maybe you could do a music show, but have the audio served on another platform. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you probably could. Um, I'd have to think about that. Um, but yeah, yeah, probably could. Yeah, Twitch recording sessions, rough and raw music, rough, rumble and tumble. Actually, I have, um, who mentioned that earlier about Rhythm Roulette? I have the next Rhythm Roulette ready to go, actually. God, it's been over a year. My cousin Justin came down, and I took a picture of him. I said, go, because we went to uh, Zia Records, to the record store. And I told him, I said, dude, go down there to the $5 bin, and they have like five, no, what is it, 10? It's like $10 bundles. They have like a bundle of like four or five records, and then they, they black bag them and tape them up so you can't see them. And you just buy them, it's 10 bucks, and you get what you get, right? Usually, they give you maybe one good record, and then the rest are just garbage. But I told them, yeah, go do it, because I'll do a rhythm roulette for it. Well, this is over a year ago. Now you can see how busy my schedule is. But look, I still have it in the bag, folks. I have it right here next to me, right at my, my vinyl. And look, no shit. It's here. Oh, it's five bucks. There, five ninety nine. Can you see that? Four ninety nine. See, not open. So you guys see, I don't fuck around. I've had it in here a year and a half. All right, haven't looked at it. I do it for real, Z's. This is no studio trick shit. You know, I ain't fronting. But uh, rhythm roulette. That's episode four. 
I think it's four. So I don't know what we got here, but there's. Uh, I will. I will say this. This is a five dollar bin for five. Holy shit! Six, seven, eight, nine. Oh my god, are there like 10 records in here? Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Dude, there's like 11 or 12 records in here. That's gonna be a huge episode. I didn't even actually know there was that many in here. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, be on the lookout for that in the next year. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, John, just do Ram Ranch over and over again. Absolutely. That's really what I should be doing. <laughs> um, yeah, it's new. The tape is new. Yeah, the that's just what they're saying, actually. That's just what everyone's talking about. They're saying, uh, uh, like, do a... Uh, Steph just goes, you should do, like, that live on Twitch. No, it's, it's all good. Yeah, um... Yeah, and maybe that's something I can incorporate. Maybe set up, I don't know, like set up the camera, like, I don't know, to where you can, like, get a shot of, like, the whole studio or something and, you know, like, set up the cam somewhere. And then I just, you know, go ham, pull out the, the sampler and the drum machines and just have fun and kick it. It could be fun. Um, I didn't finish this off yet, you guys. Let me do it real quick before we do the giveaway. 2012... Nothing's forever right here. You're going to be getting this one, physical copy. Here's the old Honey House logo. Look at that. Very good stuff right there. Mr. John himself in the chat is also on the credits on here playing bass on several uh, songs on here. Has my old Twitter. Has my old Twitter. You guys can't see this because it won't focus on it, but the old Twitter. The EMU review. The old Twitter. Oh, my goodness. Who is that guy? Who's that imposter? Um, and then, of course, the Horizon Shift. You guys saw this earlier, but Horizon Shift. This is the Portland Retro Gaming Expo edition. I only made them for the show. And uh, I have some left. But, uh, yeah, physical copy. This is the only one I have open. Okay. <clears throat> Yeah, a GoPro on Bobby when we do this. I know, that'd be awesome. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. I'm glad you uh, glad you enjoyed it. I really had a good time making that. Uh, that album was fantastic as well. Big album. Um, yeah, I just thought this time around I did something a little bit more short and sweet, a little easier to digest, I thought. But uh, just because the album also was shorter. so. But I appreciate that, man. Thank you. Yeah, look at all the physical media. We got a bunch. And then uh, lastly, here I've got one that's open, actually. These are all, like, shrink-wrapped. But here's one that I have open. And I want to give a shout-out, of course, everyone right here. Right here, right now. Thank you, everyone that's on Twitch right now, because you all, two years ago... God, I'm getting old. Two years ago, threw money at this project and got this green lit and funded... These are Heine House Mixtape 1. 
U.S. custom-made USB thumb drives, Heine House branded with the old logo. Actually, these are going to start. These are going to be starting to get worth way more, lots more money. Oh, you're going to be worth a ton of money because my I'm getting a new Heine House logo, rebranding the business. So, man, you better get in on this. Uh, you know, while you still can, uh, before they uh, go to eBay and they're going to be unaffordable. <laughs> no, you're all right. <laughs> But no, I want to thank everyone in Twitch during the drum streams who made this happen. This has, and if you go to my Bandcamp page, you can download them in digital form, but you can get this limited edition as well. This is available for purchase until they're sold out. I don't know how many I have left, maybe 30, 25, 30-ish out of 100. Um, but it's a thumb drive. And what you do is, is you just pop this open, opens up the thumb drive. There it is. And you pop that into your computer or your car. I had people send me pictures on social media of them putting it into their car USB drive and driving around with it like, yeah, yeah. I was like, dude, that is legit. That, that sir, is legit. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, cool stuff. And I love, I love physical media, even if it's like this. This is way cool. Way, way cool. So um, all of that, all the CDs, all that stuff, you're going to get... All right, I have them all. I have them all in these great little, these little displays. This is what I take when I go out on location and sell the stuff. I take them out. Whoa! Yeah, the glare is, the glare is something else. Gotta have a bright ass light for this little webcam. You know how it is. <laughs> um. So, with all that being said. I think we're uh, kind of rounding out, kind of rounding out the show. This has been great. I really feel good about this, you guys. I feel good. Today has been fantastic. I've, uh, you know, it was my day off, and I deserve it. I worked some overtime this week. Got called in at three in the morning. I woke my ass up, drove into work the other day, and to be honest, man, I'm just like. I'm really happy and I'm thankful for so many things. I feel like a broken record, but I, again, I feel like a lot of people don't say it, whether they feel they're too good for it or they're just assholes. I don't know, but I, I always have made it a priority to tell you how I feel, whether that be like this or, you know, through messages. I mean, you guys are awesome. You really are. And at the end of the day, we're all in this together, so we need to back each other up as much as possible, all of us, because we're all just the same, right? So if uh, if you're happy, I'm happy. If I'm happy, you're happy. That's that's the way it goes. Um, Weldon says he's still waiting for his bumper sticker. Oh, I want to. I'll give an update to some merch, other merch. Looking at uh, a merch store once I get my new logo and new branding. Okay, it is coming. Um, also going to be making pins, Heine House pins, once I get my new logo. I really should... I don't have it handy. I should show you. I reached out to this company. Of, <laughs> I reached out to this company about making pins. And it's some company in China, right? They're super cheap. And I was like, oh, I don't know about this. They sent me back a picture of like a preview of the pin. And I sent him a few pictures. I sent him um, one of uh, 
like my Heine House Live logo, which I thought would be really cool as a pin. And then I also sent I sent them a picture of my O face. You know my you know my O face. And they sent back a preview of what the pin would look like with my O face and it was so bad. Like my like it was weird. Why were my lips so pink? I mean, I do have big lips, but I, I I don't know where they are. Like I, I'm not prepared. I think they're in my email or something. But I will show you guys. I will show you. They're hilarious. It was. I'll you, thank you, Steph. She's so smart. I'll put it in Discord. All right. So go to Discord. Be on the lookout. I'll put them in there. It was god awful. There's no, like almost felt like maybe I should get it just to be funny, but I didn't want to spend any money on that. So. But I thought getting a pin with either Heine House Live or even just the Heine House logo, once we develop that, will be good. Looking at merch, looking at shirts, hats, hoodies, um, maybe a mug or two, you know. So there will be some really cool stuff um, down the road that we're still looking at. Um, there was something else I was going to update you guys on. I forgot what it was. <sighs> I don't remember what it was. I just lost it. Oh, well. But, yeah, should be good times. Good times. Um, okay. I think, uh, this is the, uh, I think last call anyone. And thank you folks. Thank you. Sawin, Weld, and everyone else for posting links for everyone so they can join. I think this is last call. If you want to get in on the giveaway, hopefully you have 10 sauce packets. It just means you have to be a, a follower. And if you're a subscriber, your odds of winning are very, very much, um, improved double your double your odds of winning have doubled if you're a subscriber so speak now or forever hold your peace we've got seven entries i'm looking over here we got seven entries in right now uh weldon's giving a little word of advice there some tips to help anyone out i'll still hang on here and wait if anyone else wants to come through i'm giving away all of these cds I don't know if you can see them. There they are. Look at them all over there. All those. Not the Taco Bell. That's mine. <laughs> Stay and keep your keep your paws off it. Keep your little grubby paws off it. Uh maybe maybe I'll throw that in too. Uh <laughs> here we go. Are you guys ready? Steph's getting impatient. Are you ready? And the winner is Draw a winner. Here we go. Okay. It is closed. Survey's closed. I'm going to click it. Here we go. This is so exciting. Oh, it says it says in the chat, you can no longer enter. Okay. Here we go. Oh, the winner's Bobby. Yeah, he always wins. Okay, here we go. Ready? It probably will announce it in chat. The real E-dub. Yay, Aaron. Nice. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you, E-Dub, Weldon, Brian, Percy, Brandon, Vaughn, and Glav, all for entering and throwing down all of my very dear and good friends in the chat. Thank you so much. Appreciate you all. Um, man, good stuff. Okay, um, Aaron, if you would, I know I have it. I know I still have it, but if you could, um, just on Patreon, could you 
uh, send me over your uh, mailing address. And then um, once the couple skate CD arrives, again, it will be mid-December, I'm going to, um, I'll ship it all out to you. Okay? And before we wrap up and say goodnight, um, just thank you again for everything. Uh, go to my website if you want to learn about any of this new stuff that's going on, new music. It's on my splash screen on HeineHouse.com. It's the first page you land. Check it out. I would appreciate the support. Stream it. Share it with your friends. Let your friends hear it. Play it loud. Let the neighbors hear it. You guys are amazing. I always appreciate you. And I hope you have a great rest of your week. And uh, we will be in touch. Okay? I can't wait to get some more American Truck Simulator going. Oh, that was so fun last night. Wasn't that good? I cannot wait. We're going to jump back in on that one. Good times. All right. Y'all are too good to me. Thank you. Thank you and good night.